This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a girl dealing with a Peter Pan, a guy dealing with Asperger's, and a bachelor party tip for the century. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. J-Train Podcast. This is J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Stay New Yorker Labs are every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'm going to say it one more time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It feels so good to get the feedback. I feel like we're hitting a new level, Shelby. Don't you think? It feels like there's a lot more ears. We're just rolling. Not stopping. <laughs> thank you. For, thank you. It's so glowing. Good. Uh, now, I just think we're getting to new people, and it's because of you. It starts with one listener, and he tells a friend, and then she tells a friend, and then she tells her uncle, and then the uncle tells you know, their, their nephew, and then the nephew. That's how it grows. This is user-generated. You send in your emails. We give advice. We laugh. We have a good time. This is user-driven. You tell a friend. That's what we need. And listen. Listen to me right now. Do Papa JT a favor, the king of brunch, the climax czar, the, the, the wizard of weddings, the swipe, the, the sultan of swipes. Sultan of swipes. Sorry, thank you, Shelby. I, I tell, go take a screenshot of the page, of your phone, of you listening, and post it as your Instagram story. That's the best way to help us out. Because you know what that is? It's, 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 uh, you're not invading people. You know, this is, with podcasts, people get weird. I know it. You say, oh, I have a podcast, and they'll go, I don't listen to podcasts. They get weird because you know why? People don't want to feel dumb. They don't want to feel like they're behind. So when you bring up podcasts, it's like this newfangled technology that they haven't caught up with. They're vulnerable. They don't want to admit that they're behind. They are. They're dumb. They're stupid. On-demand radio is where we're all going. So... Tell the, so put it as your Instagram story right now. Tag me. I'll thank you. I'll send you a little heart. Totes preach. Listen, I got a couple announcements. I'm coming to Chicago. I've been hearing from Chicago for about three years now. If you don't come to the show, what the hell are you doing? April 22nd, Zanies. That's going to be a stand-up show. April 23rd, Zanies. That's a live podcast. I'm going to have great guests on the live podcast. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be what you've heard in the past. I've done live podcasts here in New York and Boston. Energy. They're fun. They're great. Bring friends. It's an event. The stand-up show is a different show. A lot of fun, too. That might be a good one to bring friends to also because it's a quicker, I'm going to get you on the laugh train much quicker than the, maybe the podcast will. Podcast is more of a, an experience. The stand-up, I'm going to come and attack you. I'm bringing the funny. Wizard of Haas, Bag of Haas, okay? So bring a crew. These all work on energy, and I was just in Tampa. We talked about it in the last episode. 
Um, it is so much nicer to be in a city that I don't know when people who know things that you've done and are coming excited to be there. So when you guys come, it really makes it a different type of show and a really fun show. Also, I'm going to talk about Patreon. I'm doing Patreon. Um, Shelby's helping out with it. We do a blog for every episode. I do a little write-up about the person who came on, a little inside, you know, behind the curtain, a little write-up. We're doing Coffee with J Train, where I have little rants. They're like 20-minute episodes, right? It's uh, The Bachelor, when that starts up again. They're... Bachelor recaps. Yeah. All that stuff is there. I'm talking, I, I had a whole thing about truffles. Where else are you going to go for truffle talk? Nowhere. Nowhere. So... Go to Patreon, and, and Patreon isn't me like being like begging for money, okay? If you found value in this podcast, and it's done something for your life, if I've gotten you through a car ride, if I've gotten you through the gym, if I've answered your email, this is a way of putting coal into the engine of the J train, okay? Because everything that goes in comes out. Every dollar that goes in comes out in comedy, in content for you to help your life. So go check out Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. And I, the Coffee with J-Train episodes, I, those are my favorite to do now. You know who's a big fan? My dad randomly called me. He goes, I don't, my dad, this is what he said to me. He goes, he goes uh, I don't know who's listening to these things, but I like them. It was as if he hated everything I've done in the past. That's high praise. High praise. Never. I've never gotten a comment like that from him. I don't know who. And it was like, uh, uh, who, I don't know who likes them or who would like these. But I got to say, I like them. It's like, I've been doing comedy for eight years. And this is the one thing. You know, I, I kind of like this thing. Took him eight years to say. <laughs> They're very supportive. But that was funny. Take you where you can get it. Yeah. So patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Also, let me talk about another thing. Laughable. The app Laughable. If you don't have it right now, you're you're messing up, okay? You can get every podcast that I've been on as a guest. So you can hear other people's podcasts via me. Let me be your shepherd. Me with a big, tall, wooden walking stick, a long beard that I, you know, touch every now and again. Some goats. A lot of goats. Ah! You hear that? That's the goat? Yeah. And let me shepherd you in to other people's fine programs. Because I like going on as a guest. That's easier. I was just on the Mike Calta show. Let me say something. Mike Calta. Holy fucking shit. That guy is a legend. He's amazing. He's funny. He's a great, great show down in Tampa. Go check out his podcast. Because uh, they do like a, a best of. I'm on that. So you can find everything I've been on to see these great new shows that maybe you're not aware of. Uh, that's the final thing i'm very excited about today's guest I've known her for a long time so funny so good to have her it's too long coming to get her on the podcast she's been should have been here years ago selena Kopic, thank you for coming on yay thank you jared i'm so excited to be here so excited to have yeah, you i know it's been, we've known each other for a long time a long time yeah. so funny at selena Kopic on twitter and instagram she has an album out yeah when did you do the album I recorded it in July and dropped it in December. So dropped it. Recent. You got to yeah, use fun it, eh? terms. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm trying to be hip with the kids. Yeah. 
But yeah, it came out in December. Uh, it was number one on iTunes for a couple of days, which Holy was fun. Holy shit. So yeah. listen, a lot of you listen to this like on car rides and stuff. This is a great way to like switch things up. Just like I said with Chicago doing the stand-up and the podcast, it's a little switcheroo. Mm -hmm. It's a different vibe, different energy. And hers is called Seen Better Days. Mm -hmm. And it's on iTunes. Just yep. look up Selena Kopic, S-E-L-E-N-A-C-O-P-P-O-C-K, at Selena Kopic on Twitter and Instagram. You are also, we just did an episode with Michelle Collins, who's yeah. a fan of The Bachelor oh, as well, and yeah. I'm a fan of hers, and yep. great. You also love The Bachelor. Yeah. You have great Bachelor tweets. Yes, what? and I, I write recaps of it on my blog, which oh. is like ridiculous and such sometimes a labor of hate, but a labor of love. You sure. Know? I mean, we love hate the show. I know, exactly. And this I love season, it first. Whew. Hate it second. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, I think people who hate on The Bachelor, you probably get this sometimes too. They hate, it's uh, it's a lot like the podcast thing that I just talked about. Mm -hmm. They hate, mm -hmm. oh, I don't want to look behind. I don't want to look stupid. It's a vulnerability yes. to go, yeah. no, this is a great show. Exactly. It's vulnerable to say that. Yeah. It's easy to go, one guy tries to get with 30 stupid chicks or, yeah. or one girl tries to get with 30 stupid guys mm -hmm. and, and go, ugh, grow. And it's like, yeah, the big picture of it is is dumb. Yeah. Like anything is dumb. Yeah. But in small moments, it's a fun. Oh, it's so fun. And I mean, I think in general, people love to be haters. Like, sure. They feel like it's corny to Easy earnestly to love something. And I earnestly love it. I mean, and it's so lame, but I've learned a lot about geography from The Bachelor. Yeah. I've learned a lot about dating and romance. I mean, like, there are actual <laughs> takeaways. Sometimes you'll be on a date. Are you single? Are you in anything? I'm What's single. Single. Man. So, but sometimes you'll be on a date and you'll realize, Oh my god! I sound like one of the contestants. I know. I know I'm doing what they do exactly. Or often I'll do like four man plan, where like I'm dating a bunch of guys at once. Sure. And so I four really... man plan. Explain yeah. that to the listeners here. It's actually I took. It's the name of a book that I actually haven't even read, but okay. I've been thinking <laughs> yeah. about buying it. So I didn't create it. We've but all it's just... read the tweets. Yeah, you know? <laughs> you know, exactly. I was like, no, I can get the cliff notes of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get uh, it. Oh, four guys at once. Got it. You know. Um, but yeah, it's just like. <laughs> Am I a pro? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, but it's just you know the idea of sort of being like. Easy come, easy go. Hmm. Have a bunch of balls in the air. Because when you're dating a bunch of guys at once, and, you know, it's like casual dating, you know? Sure. You, I feel like they can almost smell the fact that you really don't care and you could take it or leave it, you yeah. know? And so they're into it, you know? like, mm -hmm. And then if one disappoints you, okay, on to the next. I got on more the on the bench, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the so I kind of <laughs> appreciate that. I got like, a right fielder I can go to. Yeah, exactly. I got a JV guy I'm pulling up, you know? <laughs> but I like that about The Bachelor is like, it makes you realize that, yeah, there's, you know, you may have this type of connection with one person and then this other person, oh, it's playful. This person, oh, it's more spiritual, you know, like, and that can all happen at once. Well, for the for the listeners now, this is two episodes in a row. We're just recapping The Bachelor because you know that I love it. Yeah. And I kind of planned out this week as far as having two lovers of The Bachelor yeah. on because I wanted, it was such a big episode <sighs> that even people outside the sphere, so I, I feel comfortable talking about it a little bit more. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, the, the idea... It was interesting because he meshed with one in a way that you're like, that was like the, she was like the robot that no one, no personality yeah, person. You're like, yeah, then they go together. That, yes. that's, that makes sense. Yeah. And then it was this, it's this weird thing. And the bachelor kind of showed this Becca. I, I noticed it when they met the families, hmm. Lauren met the family and they were like, kind, you could kind of feel like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. This is like what you date. This mm -hmm. is what you do. Mm -hmm. And then the, he brought up this Becca girl. She comes with a gift to the family, mm -hmm. which lesson learned people. Yeah. Bring the fucking gift. Yeah. And they were kind of like, wow, she's like a little different. You know, you could tell there was a different vibe. Yeah. Because she's got spunk. She's smart. A like, little and yeah. different than what he's dated before. So yes. it kind and then what happened was he chose the different than what he's dated before because it felt like an aspirational pick for him. Yes. Oh, to I mean, also I felt like 
he was going with like, oh, well, my parents like her. It makes more sense. Yes. Because it's hard to explain when you have a connection with someone. It's hard to explain what that is. You know, so I feel like he couldn't really explain the Lauren thing. That's but, so true. But he is. But also his history is all blondes all day long. Yeah. And, and but like even related to our own lives, this is like a moment where The Bachelor becomes life, mm -hmm. you know, because you're like, there are girls that I've been with and my parents are like, wow, who's this? This is different than what you... And, and then even you're like, okay, so you get kind of pushed into it mm -hmm. because oh, you're like exactly. the people in your life are excited yeah. and more excited than you are. Yeah, and you're like, oh, it'll come. Yeah, like I should be too and it'll come in time. Yeah. And, but yeah, it's so great that my friends really love this guy. Okay, let's do it and it'll grow. And then it doesn't grow. Yeah. And you're like, I kind of want to go back to old dependable. I know. The thing I know and I the like thing I like. I like what I like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I find it at restaurants. Like I like, you know, certain types of food and I'll, sometimes I'm like, you know what, Selena? Challenge yourself. Like do something <laughs> unexpected. And so I'll order like steak tips and I'm like, no, I hate steak tips. Yeah. I like shrimp. You're sitting there you with know? a fucking steak. Yeah. And I'm like, what did I do like, this? What am I doing this to myself? I know. I, you know, I've, uh, I'm not a child anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm allowed be, to know yeah. what I like and just order it every goddamn day. Totally. You know? And then that kind of felt what the Ari thing was. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I am with dating. Like, I'll give it the college try and try to date a finance guy, even though like I'm all union cops, firefighters all yeah. day long. But <laughs> sometimes like, why I'm, am I fighting this? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fight this finance guy. Like, I don't like you. Take me back to local 46. You know, yeah. like that's where my guys you know, are. I want to go to a firehouse you know? show. Yeah, that's all I want. I want to be at a 50-50 raffle where exactly. they have Italian. FDNY versus, um, versus, um, <laughs> yeah, it's like I go to those boxing matches where it's like cops versus firefighters. That's like for charity. And I'm like, please find me a husband. You <laughs> so know? St. Patrick's Day, this is a big weekend. <gasps> yeah. For oh, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Because if you don't know, in New York City, they basically split the city in half. <laughs> And the bars on one side of the city are FDNY and yeah. the other side are the, the cops. I know. Oh. And it's like, and, and they are raging. Oh, yeah. And they're all wearing those suits that are so cute. They got the whole uniform. I know, they it, look great. It's like Fleet Week and St. Patrick's Day <laughs> is really a moment where if you're not in any of those groups, you're like, oh, I guess I'm not a man today. <laughs> I don't count anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This penis doesn't work today. I know. It's true. Because you true. just give it up for them. Yeah, yeah. You're like, just step aside and let these sailors and cops and firefighters get laid, you <laughs> yeah, know? Give it to them. I can get what, it any other day. What is your, you know, kind of final opinion on The Bachelor this season? It was such a monumentous <sighs> thing. Yeah. I want to get it from you before we go into today's episode because I, I want to hear... I want people to hear opinions because we've, it's just, it hasn't ended for me. Oh, I was just saying, to, I saw Michelle Collins on the street and I was like, um, I think America's not going to get over this for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's going to, we, we need to heal. Yeah, we do. And I mean, I so admire how Becca like got back on her feet. Mm -hmm. She's the bachelorette. And then, hey, here are the dudes right away. Mm -hmm. But I, I just couldn't believe, I was like, you're throwing so many curveballs at her immediately. Yeah. She's handling them with grace, which I think is good because it's, it was the only way that franchise could redeem itself. Like, interesting. I just felt like it was such a controversial ending and so hurtful that Ari was allowed to call Lauren off camera and sort of like have oh, a private wow. conversation and then he dumps Becca on camera yeah could Didn't Becca think get of that. you know it just yeah. felt like Lauren got handled with kid gloves and Becca did not Interesting. and, uh, and I don't, don't you think I, that's the payment to be the bachelorette yeah, oh, exactly. I think that's why they're giving her this. They're like, oh, we're so sorry. We kind of did you wrong, but yeah. we need a redemption story from you. So we're going to mm. have you be the Bachelorette. You get your happy ending. Um, I mean, I sort of enjoyed recapping this season because I love ragging on Ari. It's just mm. enjoyable. So I'm glad we don't have to see him anymore. You I'm know? glad he's gone. Yeah. I'm hoping... I wish they would do older men for The Bachelorette. Yes, I think it's wrong so that sense. they do guys in their 20s. And I get yeah. why. But you could find... 
guys in their 40s are good looking and you know but then have these pa- I think if they uh, like if I was to change the bachelor bachelorette mm-hmm. I'd make the bachelor we loaded mm-hmm. because then at least this is a prize this is a guy established this is someone that you are like and little money isn't everything fuck you <laughs> uh, shut the fuck up let's live in reality people I know, yeah so Guy who's a, I mean, it's not even money. It's just established. He has mm-hmm. his life, and yeah, he's looking for the thing, and he's life in order. He's done fucking. Yeah, he he's wants too tired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't need the DMs. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why the Bachelorette should be all older men mm-hmm. for the one. You know, Becca, who's yes. ready. Yeah, and and maturity wise, men are not. 25-year-old men are not as mature as 25-year-old women. No, not at all. At all. Yeah. So why are we fighting? That's why the bad... It could be saved. It could be better. The mm-hmm. show could be better. And yeah. that's why I'm like... I'm, I I hope they... You know, they we just see need some to change. Yeah, they need with the formula. You sli- know? Slight changes. But. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think it's interesting that usually when the bachelorette does the picking, the relationship is, stays. Look at JoJo. You know? She's she's yeah. hanging right now. JoJo, Desiree, um, Trista, the original. Yeah. Like, like, I just feel like often when the women pick... You know, Rachel Lindsay's still with this guy. I mean, that's not that long. But um, when the woman does the picking, I feel like often it's a really solid pick. Whereas I feel like the dude often it's just like, she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> or like, yeah... Like, like she's totally out of my league, but we're on this TV show, so can you yeah, believe it? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And then it's like, yeah, well, then he's, you know, any guy, I just don't think any guy can take four months off from their lives and then just be like, yeah, okay, well, back to. I know. I mean, my, it's so you know, weird to me career wise. Yeah, like who weird. can do that? Who can do this? Yeah, it's strange. Well, let's do some emails, Selena. All I'm right, excited right. to have yeah. you on at Selena Copic on Twitter and Instagram. Seen Better Days. That is the. Uh, the album that is on iTunes. Just search Selena's name. You'll find it. Also, she's got a podcast coming out. Or it's out now, yeah. Bridezilla's the podcast. Yeah. So if you watch the show Bridezilla's, this is the accompanying podcast to that show. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. I know, they just rebooted it. Oh my gosh. it's We've like gotten to see a lot of the episodes in advance, and it is crazy. So get involved. Uh, JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Is liking past Instagram picks the move? Hmm. JTrain, OMG, you're so famous and funny. Please read my email. <laughs> A few months ago, I was checking out a nice lady's Instagram pics and accidentally liked one. So embarrassing, I actually dropped my phone when I did it. However, she came back with a like of her own. Ooh, we call, it, we call it tapping on the glass here really? on the J-Train Podcast. Oh my God, I love that so much. <laughs> hello. <laughs> tapping on the yeah, glass. Hello. In hopes of tapping that ass. And hopes. Yeah. Just you liking as you going, I'm here. Yeah. I'm hard. Uh, so I slid into her DMs, yada, yada, the rest is history. By history, I mean it didn't work out. <laughs> Distance is the reason. Hmm. That leads to my question. Is liking an old Instagram pic the move or is it creepy? High risk. Does this person ever listen to this show? <laughs> what if it's a girl you had a past relationship with and if nothing else, want to spark conversation with her? Thank you for taking the time to read my email. been listening to the podcast since 2016. Good shit, man. And then he writes more info. Um, I have a girl in mind whose pick I want to like. I Whoa. Like okay. <laughs> okay. Even the pick, uh, even have the pick picked out. Ooh, well, I like that he's done his homework. We dated for like maybe a month or two at the end of our senior year of college. We both agreed that we really liked each other a lot right away. I never hit it off with a girl so well before or after her. We didn't really break up as much as we just went our separate ways when we, after we graduated. She had a job for the summer out east and I stayed in the Midwest all summer. 
laterally, uh, literally the same week I left for basic training in the same state she was living in. Thank you for your service, sir. Um, was that was the same week she moved back? We're not from the same town, three and a half hours apart, so probably wouldn't mm. have mattered. Obviously, being in army, uh, the army means I don't live anywhere near her. I mm. definitely still have feelings for her and want to talk to her again. The idea seems weird to me, but that's why I'm seeking your opinion. Part of me thinks I just like the idea of her. Mm. As always, thanks for taking the time to read this podcast. My favorite. Really can't get enough. Thank you, man. Mm. What do we? Uh, and also, again, thank you for your service. So we have yeah. so many military people that listen. It's that's really great. cool. Um, what do you think? Wow. Gosh. I mean, is I this can... a lost cause? Like, is what I'm. Oh, wondering. I definitely don't think so. Because mm. I do feel like the insta like. I mean, I used to have this director in Los Angeles, and we would like flirt back and forth, and that was how we flirted through the likes. Yeah. Yeah. And and then I... and we know we know if likes didn't matter, we'd just like everything. Exactly. So yeah. they matter. They yeah. we have a cachet of likes in our pocket, <laughs> and you have um, an amount you'll give to people a exactly. day or a week. Yeah. You know when you're doing, you, there'll be a point where you're like, oh, I'm liking too much stuff for yeah. them. Need yeah. to back off. I yeah. I so do you guys ever like meet up? Yeah, we well, we used to like sleep together when he was here on business. Eh, it sure. was a whole thing, but um, but we did like sometimes we would have tense times, and the way that I would communicate like, okay, you're out of the doghouse, is I would like one of his Instagrams, mm, and then he would like one of mine. You know, it was like just this lame, but it was actually really this like cute. puppy dog way to come back to each yeah, other. Exactly, it's so funny. I know it was like so lame, but I do. I don't know. I think it can be. A nice and like it's a, a sort of a non-invasive way to just be like, yo, yo, I'm, I'm here. here. And you don't lose a lot. If she sees it and she doesn't respond, okay. Totally. You know, I, I totally agree. And I think what this guy, I, I think the, the the distance matters in this email. Yeah. Um, you have to, I think what a lot of times with internet stuff, we get too attached um, to people and pride based on really the amount that we put in. Mm-hmm. So like, so like, I think a lot of like we see with uh, Instagram with dating apps, especially people will go, well, I've d- you'll go back and forth with someone for so long and mm-hmm. then not have a date. And it's like, what does that person owe you? They owe you nothing. Yeah. You and haven't met them in person. They yeah. haven't paid for a meal. You haven't paid for the meal. You haven't gone for drinks. You haven't had sex with each other. You All you've done. Yeah. yeah you, you've just done Internet shit. Mm-hmm. So this is a small thing that allows you to be seen in a light that that person is supportive. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like you said with the guy from LA. Mm-hmm. It was small. It was, yeah. hey, like that stuff because I'm a supportive person of you. Exactly, yeah. So I think for him where it's three and a half hours away, I think liking her pictures or going back and knowing the picture you like, like obviously do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you're, would do you're it. You're showing that you're taking notice. Yeah. When it's way far back in their history, that's you, them, that's you admitting to you're scrolling. Hey, I'm looking. Way, yeah, and I'm scrolling way, way back. I'm way yeah. back. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong yeah. with and and I think you can be I think when you're far away from someone, the idea that like you're a supportive person online is a a signal that they can be comfortable if and when they're in your vicinity to reach out. Yeah, exactly. Because it's not invasive. It's yeah. very just like, hey, like sending out a feeler. But the one thing is, and I think this guy sounds very self-aware, that he's like, I wonder if I like the idea sure. of her. Because I think that online stuff can really perpetuate that of like, you're just like watching someone's life. And I think sometimes you're almost convincing yourself that you know and like this person. Yeah, that's, you know? the, that's the important part, to take a moment to say, we're nothing. Yeah, do I? We're we're nothing. Yeah. This person owes me nothing. Mm-hmm. You can't get mad at the boyfriend post when it comes up. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, like, like true. This, and this sounds crazy, but it's a real. It's a reality that we're 
we're we're placing ourselves in these people's lives when we're not with them in their lives at all. Yeah. I had this person she messaged me over Instagram and like we were cool. I was happy she was a fan, flattered. Um ended up coming to a show. Mm-hmm. We never met at the show really. I I mm-hmm. I think I had to run out to another show or yeah. something. We had exchanged numbers. Hmm. Okay, so we've moved to another yeah. point. But I'm I, I, to me, I'm being friendly. I, yeah. I don't think it's yeah. gonna go any. It's a friend at yeah. this point, but we've never met in person. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll get like a drunk text or something every now and again that is like sees me as more than just someone that they've texted with a yeah. few times. And yeah. I'm like, I, I, I'm like, we can't. And and then you, I think you, we need to stop expecting so much from the people that have put no in effort into us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I think like you liking a, a past picture, that's you being flirty and fun and light. Mm-hmm. But you have to remember, these are light people in your lives. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. You know what good I mean? Yeah. Like, like some, cause and like, listen, this girl might come to your town and you might be in the same town. And she'll be like, Hey, I'm near you. And you, and that's your opportunity. Hey, let's yes. go get drinks. Let's go hang out. Yeah. I, I, I want to get to know you. Yeah. Not we're already dating. Cause I liked a few Instagram. Exactly. Pictures. Yeah. But, that is, and, and I think with the, like, I got a text from this girl once where it was like, do you think I'm annoying? And it's like, this uh, is annoying. Yeah, now this I do. This is annoying. Now I do. Now yeah. I do. If uh, it's like, hey, loved your post. If it's a text like, hey, loved your post. Oh, hey, what do you think of this? Like, I'm, I'm cool with that conversation. Yeah. But the minute you get into like, well, how do you really feel about this? I feel nothing about this. We've yeah. never met in person. I've never, I have no investment in us as a physical being. Yeah. And I maybe that's oh, my fault. Maybe I shouldn't be so nice. Well, but that's the tricky thing too, I think about being a standup is like a lot of people don't have any sense of boundaries mm. and, and especially like the internet also can kind of perpetuate that. And so there's this sense that like people know you and they're, they're you're their friend or, yeah. you know, and so it's hard to differentiate between like, I like fans are awesome. I love them. It's so cool. Mm. And some of them, yeah, I'll be like, oh, yo, I'll also check out this show. And like you can build it, a friendship. It's a tough but, thing to complain about, but I think people are seeing this in their everyday lives, never whether they have a following or not. Yeah. If you don't yeah. have a following, someone's messaging you and going, hey, what's going on? And they think they're owed something just because exactly. they got an answer. Yeah, exactly. They're and just, you have to remember, you're nothing to each other. Yeah. And and this person might know about a trip you took recently, but that doesn't mean that you owe them anything or that you're... We yeah. know so much about each other and know each other not at all. I know. It's and really it's bizarre. But that's kind of what the, we have to wrestle with. We have mm-hmm. to understand the craziness that lives within all of us. This guy, yeah, fucking like the picture. Yeah. Be so supportive that the next time she's near you and you're both hopefully single... It can be something that you guys meet up. Yeah. Totally. And that's it. It's yeah. not a relationship. That's it. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Selena Copic. At Selena Copic on Twitter and Instagram. Seen better days. That's the album. Go look it up on iTunes. We're sponsored people. My one of my favorites, Mattress Firm. They got what a great company. They have physical locations for you to go to. Try the mattress. Then you go on your phone, you bring up mattressfirm.com slash podcast, and you see what the deals they got. And they got deals, baby. And if you need a mattress, I don't want to sleep on something I've never put my back on. Do you? No. No? <laughs> I'm talking to you, podcast listener. Do you? Do you want to sleep on something you've never tried? Mattress Room has, 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 has outlets all over this great nation. So they got you covered. Mattressroom.com slash podcast. See what the deals are happening right now as I read this sentence. 120 night sleep trial to ensure perfection. 120 night low price guarantee. You know they paid the perfect price. Again, go to mattressroom.com slash podcast and learn how your sleeping can be monumentally approved. And if you're... Oh, that's their copy that... They do a big joke at the end. Shelby, what do we think of that joke? I hope you didn't write it. 
I I punched it up a bit. Did you? <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Listen, we got a voicemail here. I want more voicemails. Three four seven six six nine eight two five two three four seven six six nine eight two five two. Selena Kopic, you ready for a hungover hypothetical? Yes, please. J Train, long time, uh, first time here. Ooh, yeah. Writing from St. Anton, Tex. Got a hypothetical that is blowing up various group texts today. You're severely hungover. The kind where you can't drink water, you gag at the mm. thought of alcohol. Could you watch the movie Beer Fest for $1,000? No sleep or using your phone as a distraction, but you're allowed to, but allowed to vomit. Curious what to see what you think. No. You couldn't watch people drink beer? Ooh, I really? Think, Visually, I think, that would be tough? Yeah, I think I couldn't get through it. I think I would just... Also, then, I mean, you're making it so much worse. Well, it's for $1,000, though. Yeah, I would do it in a fucking uh, heartbeat. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's like 1000 bucks <laughs> to watch a movie. when I'm, I'll deal. Yeah, Shall but do you be, think it would make you gag? I no, no, I don't get that way with hunger. I have to force it out of me. Yeah. I'm a... You pull the trigger. Pull a trigger yeah. guy on a, on a bad hangover. Shelby? Yeah, I'm not that big of a... I don't usually get that wasted that I'm that hungover. Okay. And I've seen the movie already. <laughs> Let's do one more hypothetical. I like this one. Fuck, Mary kill. Ooh, yes. The weed edition. Oh, okay. Standard herb, edibles, concentrates, which are dab, wax, etc. Fuck, Mary kill. Standard herb, so like edibles... Concentrates. Mm. Okay, so standard is just like smoke a blunt. Yeah, yeah. Or a bong hit or whatever. Yeah, and then edibles, edibles is edibles. Yeah. And concentrates are like the new things going on right now, right? Shelby, like you might tinctures? know more about this. What is uh, concentrates? That's like I think you're like vape THC. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my friend has one of those. Or it could be dabs too. Dabs, wax, shatter. That's a new thing where you look like you're doing fucking heroin. <laughs> when oh you're God. doing it, <laughs> it looks uh, like you're doing like yeah exactly could yeah, i get arrested more things yeah. you know like could i get myself in more trouble if somebody were to see this great yeah you're just taking uh -huh. a spoon and lighting it up what do you think <laughs> i would say marry regular old smoking pot sure yeah because just like standard issue yes sure for your life i'd say fuck uh Fuck edibles and mm -hmm. kill uh, the weird droppy wax. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah? All over the board. Same thing. Marry the regular. Mm -hmm. Fuck the edibles. Three, uh, the concentrates. I'm killing those off. Yeah. And, and, and if you're a smoker out there, uh, Shelby, you got an opinion on this? Uh, marry the regular. Fuck. Concentrate and kill the edibles. Really? Mm. Well, the thing is, I, edibles is like, it's a fun day with someone you trust. Mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. like you're like okay snow day out we're stuck in here the whole day yeah. let's huddle up and you know we'll fucking back scratch each other into yeah. oblivion yeah you don't think so shelby's shaking his head i mean it's for me it's like you take it eat a brownie and i feel nothing and then the next time i take a brownie mm. and i can't leave the couch and exactly. I, feel I saw someone recently at a show and they were like they came up to me they're like i had an edible today <laughs> And I hope I'm not being weird. And I'm like, <laughs> I've been there. I've done that. I had an edible once and I watched Get Out. And mm. if you've seen Get Out, there's a scene where she's clinking the coffee cup. And that's right when the fucking we, uh, the edible hit me. And I had to leave the room. I thought I was going to die. Yeah. And I was like, I need to never. Why would I do this again? This isn't a fun fucking yeah. magic, you know, experiment I'm doing with my own brain. Yeah. Oh, God. To feel that way. Yeah, I went. I used to like go to these dinners where it's all like THC infused and like mm. they were like 
kind of had like a waiter, but then there's one where you could just like serve yourself, and I probably ate like too much. Yeah. And I just kicked in, and I was like, I need to get out of here. But like, I was talking to a group of people, and I just want to convey, hey, yeah, I'm a little, feeling a little too much. I got to get out, but probably it was just like, I'm leaving. And then they're just like, all right, nice to meet. And but then they kept talking to me, which I didn't. I was just like, I got to get out. I got to get out of here. Yeah. It's high for like 24 <laughs> hours. Play the scene. Oh. I gotta get out of here is the famous last words of anyone on an edible. Yeah. I gotta get out of here. One time we had this thing, we had these uh, 40s and, uh, no, we'd have do $5 frenzies at my fraternity. Mm. We'd all throw $5 in, we'd buy a bunch of weed, and then we just pass every type of device around oh, the room yeah, yeah, smoking. Yeah. And uh, and I remember I got so high, and everyone would, because like someone like found me like in the kitchen. <laughs> And then I remember they were like, I looked at, like, one of my friends was like, you looked at me, and, and like, they, this line has been repeated to me, in my, like, since college. They're like, and I looked at him, I was like, the best thing I did was get out of that room. <laughs> and then I was like, so, like, for my whole college career, everyone goes, the best thing I did was get out of that room. Oh, I love it when lines will just follow you forever. forever. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Let's do another one. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Neuroscientist dad just dropped a bomb on me, 28-year-old freshman emergency. That's what this is called. Whoa. And then he sent two follow-ups. So I feel like we should read this. Yeah. I've not, I haven't looked at this yet. So we might have to delete this if we don't. If it's too weird. If it's too crazy. <laughs> feather, rather. feather, trying to make this quick. I'm a 28-year-old freshman in college, as the subject says, and I recently got out of the military, hence my late start. I'd say I'm a 776 in all honesty and last number has taken a hit recently. I'm about 6'4 and 200 pounds, have a bunch of tattoos in pretty good shape, and at least not a complete idiot, live on my own, my own my own car, and try to be as a decent a guy as possible. The only thing is I've always been kind of an introverted guy. I've always had a small group of very close friends and done okay with girls, but never as well as people think I should have done hmm. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. That happens a lot with people when they like look at you and they're like, ah, you should be fucking everybody. It's like, I know. fucking own your own shit. I don't I need know. you. I know, exactly. Don't tell me what in theory, like a house will only sell for what it, you know, I don't well, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, everything's worth what people will buy. Exactly. You know? like, yeah, like don't, I know. People say that to me sometimes and I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't do so great out there. Yeah, you and know? it's weird to have people say that to you. Like, what it's do you patronizing. then? patronizing. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird thing. It's a weird conversation starter. Mm-hmm. I walked into a conversation with my dad was having recently where the sentence I walked in on ended with, he's on the spectrum. So it's hard for him to understand that kind of thing. I asked who they were talking about, and they both clammed up. After pressing them, it came out that the studies that the studies that I took part in as a kid were actually the process of diagnosing me with mild, moderate Asperger's, mm-hmm. which until now has been keeping me from my, kept from me my entire life. Mm-hmm. Four days before my first day of college. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Um, it sucks to find out anything big. And anything that's going to undermine your confidence, kind of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like just, I mean, because already going to college is such a big transition. It's a big step. Sure. But then to be like, oh, and here's curveball of your life, you know? And also the idea that um, you could have been dealing with it. Like anytime you felt weird or out of place, you could have been like, oh, that's just how I tested out. And that's a part of who I am. Exactly. Just knowing, it's like knowing your own body. It's like, oh, why do I keep having diarrhea? Well, we didn't tell you about this milk problem you have. Exactly. Yeah, it's part of your it's medical like, history yeah. and it would just be nice to know that. Yeah. Having tried to na- uh, having tried to navigate this since I started in January, I'm lost. My old friends have pretty much mm. hung, hung me out to dry and living overseas for the last four years. I know next to no one else. So my parents and my sister who are great are the only people I have to spend time with or talk to, which isn't great 
great for dating, even though even I know that. I'm not completely socially inept. I can have conversations when people initiate them or have things to talk about and pick up on the most obvious social cues, but I have a lot of trouble with subtle ones or keeping a conversation going Mm -hmm. when it's dried up or even making people mad or uncomfortable without understanding why. Mm -hmm. So I have to miss out on opportunities with girls I might like or that I have been told liked me because I'm oblivious to their signals. Listen, I'm not going to minimize Asperger's or whatever. We all miss signals. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you know how many times... I've eaten pizza instead of fucking. I know, know? or like bungle opportunities. Like I remember in college, I was like hanging out with this total loser. And after the fact, my friends were like, oh yeah, that really cool guy from the football team actually liked you, but uh, didn't bother because you were kind of, and I'm like, no, 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 dude, hit me up. You could have told me. Yeah, and I just like didn't sort of pick it up. Yeah, yeah. so like just to let them know, like, you're not alone. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. No shame in that game. Like we all do it. Don't worry. I listen to the show, uh, your your podcast, and a lot of stand up. As embarrassing as it is, I try to learn how to go better about building a new social group from scratch, meeting girls, and trying to use social apps, which are even harder because I can't observe how a person reacts to what I'm saying. Obviously, mm-hmm. I need an assist. So help me out, man, please. Alone in a crowd. And then he sent follow up emails. I'm not really sure what the question is. Just wanted to say that I understand using hobbies too. I skateboard, snowboard, play various sports, practice jujitsu, and have a decent Instagram following for my photography. Oh, Thanks for the assist. And then he wrote it again. Um, I want to sort of stress that I'm not someone to be pitied. I have friends from the military. Mm-hmm. No yeah. one's pitying. Yeah, no. And that, but that. Uh, and I, I think mean, what he's trying to figure out is like, you know, I'm entering a new world. How do I find new friends? I, yeah. I'm dealing with this thing where, like, I am you know, dealing with something that I just found out about. So I'm trying to exactly, figure just that a out. And making friends in adulthood is so hard. hard. And, uh, Very and, difficult. Exactly. And, you know, it's sort of like being going back to college at 28 and then maybe a lot of your friends already left college and they're on a career track and, it's. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's a very hard. And no, no pity here at all. I mean, he sounds like a solid dude. So many cool interests. He seems interests. to get it. Yeah, he and seems very self aware. That's like yeah. the key to a lot of the things in my life. You know, keeping. How do you keep emotion out of emotional things? Mm. So it's like, how do you like? You know, I think getting it. And mm-hmm. I know that's pretty vague, but like, you know, like it, it, it happens a lot of times when you don't get a job. Mm-hmm. So think of it that way. You don't get a job, and someone doesn't hire you for something whatever it may be it doesn't matter what it is but you put yourself out there and then you're like oh my god they just didn't they said no to me and and that can be hurtful but then if you think about it you're like well they didn't want to work with me because they didn't think they didn't see a path to them making the most money possible Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know with me which is that's a more when i look at that i go okay well they thought money will be made and i try to take math and put it in these situations Mm -hmm. you know so yeah i i think we all deal with these they, you know, it's just tough as, you know, in this spat of life, you know, how do you, how do you, I think that's a way to get it is mm-hmm. to like, okay, let me math this situation out. Let yeah. me look at the situation. Objectively. Objectively. Yeah. And realize that there's so many variables and I don't know all of them. Mm. So like, I'm not privy to everything that's going on, but I mean, I don't know if this sounds corny or obvious, but a lot of my friends have made a lot of friends through CrossFit. Really? Yeah. It seems like a gym where you do like, like they, it sort of builds a community and that's a great, you know, it's like goal setting. And you know, what's funny, like the, the whole idea of like talking shit on the bachelor that we talked about, people mm-hmm. do that with CrossFit. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, know but know. but it's also makes it, it creates this whole barrier to doing it that you kind of like, I took January off from drinking. Mm-hmm, me too. And, and people were like, Oh, dry January. Oh, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to better myself. Exactly. Like, like, I know why you, it, yeah. If yeah. there's a whole group doing it, fine. 
yeah. think the, the 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 problem with the internet is the solution of the internet is that it's made us realize that we're not alone. We're a lot alike everyone else in this world, or yeah. a lot like the people that we you know that we've grown up with or been around. So. You're not that interesting. You're not that different. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like that's like a disappointing thing to find out, but it's also encouraging. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to do Dry January because, and oh, a lot of people want to do it. Yeah, because a lot of people want to feel better. Exactly, yeah. So uh, yeah. something like CrossFit, where part of the barriers to entry is, yep, yeah, I'm going to look like one of those CrossFit shitheads. Yeah, maybe you will. <laughs> I know. <laughs> maybe but, you will, but they'll all be shitheads together. And now exactly. you got a new group of friends. Yeah, yeah. I used to date a guy who did CrossFit. And I remember at first, like, almost seeing that as a deal breaker. Like, sure. on Tinder, I was like, CrossFit. Uh. But he had, like, all these buddies from CrossFit. They did a bunch of cool stuff together. Like, once I kind of learned more about it, I was mm. like, it actually seems like a pretty cool community. Totally. You and know? I think that's also, like, the thing with, like, a, like a, he's going to college. You're in a college town. Mm-hmm. So you have things in common with people at the college yeah. even before you start. Exactly. Like, are there groups on campus or, you know, like... But even just yeah. knowing the streets, mm-hmm. you know, that's yeah. something, a yeah. commonality. And I know you're 28, you're going to freshman year. That's fine. I mean, that's that's yeah. the normal thing. You you have a an amazing story to tell other freshmen. Because mm-hmm. yeah, if they're coming totally. from home, you're coming from the fucking big wide world exactly with experience and a, and a car and all that yeah. shit. So I think leaning on the idea that like you're not alone mm-hmm. and everyone's looking for friends. Totally. Especially freshman year. Yeah. If you're 28, just own it, get mm-hmm. it just like you get in your email and go into life like being like, okay, looking for new things to do that are kind of uncomfortable. Shelby? Mm-hmm. Uh, he says he likes comedy and he's like been diagnosed with this. There's actually a documentary on Netflix called Asperger's R Us. Really? A-R-E, about like a comedy troupe of like four people that had different spectrum levels. Oh, that's, that's so cool. cool. Yeah. So yeah, watch that. Be aware of it. I think like also with girls, I think stay away from the apps. Hmm. I think it's, especially if you can't take, like a lot of these app talks are social cues. Mm-hmm. You know, where yeah, it's like, that's true. you know, and he's like, I don't know what their facial reaction is with the, what they're saying. Yeah. Maybe that's not the place for you. That's okay. Yeah, maybe a, a bar is yeah. or a, yeah, or a CrossFit. I mean, yeah. And, like, at least you can talk to people, see them face to face. And it's like, yeah, there's more material to read from. Totally. Yeah. And it's like, don't be depressed by the things, you know, putting yourself in places that aren't right for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not, that's just not for you. Yeah. It's go fine. where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Also, I mean, yeah. I'm sure there are a bunch of hockey players who are 28-year-old freshmen, too, you know? Those, yeah. Our hockey team was always, like, uh, older gentlemen, which was A-OK. Right from Nova Scotia yeah. coming on down. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Selena Kopic at Selena Kopic on Twitter and Instagram. Go find her supporters. So funny. Seen Better Days. That's a comedy album. Go buy it on iTunes. Also, sponsored, AdamandEve.com. This is great for the couples out there. I love it. Because what couples can do, they can both use the discount. They can get something for each other. Opens up the sexual conversation. Now you're doing new shit. Now you're doing new things. Now you're touching a butthole. (laughs) Adam and Eve. AdamandEve.com. For a limited time, you'll get 50% off just about any item. When you select one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. Top it all off. They'll even throw in free shipping on your entire, entire order. That's crazy. So go to adamandeve.com, 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 promo code JTRAIN, 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 promo code JTRAIN, adamandeve.com, J-T-R-A-I-N, JTRAIN, use code JTRAIN at adamandeve.com. This is a lady email. All right. (laughs) 
A Peter Pan has ruined my life. Ooh. I'm dramatic, I know. KOB, Feather Feather, Nut Nut. Love uh, the podcast. Recommended all my girlfriends, single and taken. So I hope this gives good karma for you giving me some advice. That it does. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I started dating my best guy friend of three years. It was always kind of flirty, but we crossed the line when I became single. It was casual. It was fun. Every time I started getting a little less casual, he'd freak out and say, I need to be single, blah. He would freak out and say, I need to be single, blah, blah, blah. I get it, whatever. We'd agree to be friends, and it would always end up us hanging out romantically again. This back and forth went for about a year. Last time we were dating, we met each other's families, went on long weekends together, talked about his commitment issues. I thought we were we were one, on the same page. Two, we were going to see where it went together. Let's say about three weeks after our vacation, he laid the sh- same shit on me and asked to be friends. I decided not to continue this pattern, said no, and we went our separate ways. It's been about two months. I really miss him. When something funny happens, I want to reach out to him, but it's obviously not a good idea because we can't go back to just being friends. We did butt stuff. Friendship is over. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end. Man, yeah, that is the death knell of friendship. I've seen a balloon knot. <laughs> I ain't going back to friends. <laughs> I ain't doing that. I feel like I've done everything I can do to get over him. Distance myself from mutual friends that were more his anyways. Hmm. No social media, deleted his number, et cetera. I've gone on other dates, but always makes me think of him deep down. I think I'm not letting myself get over him because I'm still holding out hope. I want to hear any piece of advice you have so I can help go on with my life, get over this Peter Pan. Help. Mm -hmm. Go Bruins. What do we think? Yeah, go Bruins. Hell yeah. Nice. Um, Oh, just you mean the Boston Bruins? Maybe not. Maybe the Bowden. uh, It might be. Who knows? I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? Any amount of ruins. I got to say, that's very hurtful that he took her on a vacation to like hung out with a family. Mm -hmm. And then three weeks later is like, oh, I just want to be friends. No, dude, that's really crappy. Yeah, I I feel for this guy because (laughs) (laughs) I hear what she's saying. Ruin my life. He didn't ruin your life. Yeah. Um, don't give him that power. Don't yeah, yeah. don't give him that power. Um, also, every experience is an experience and, that you had and that you should look at with positivity because really there's no way other way to live life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's either if a you, good time or it's a good story. Yeah. You know, like that, you learn from everything. Boom. So and also the longer you held, I think holding on to this thing that he has control over your life mm-hmm. will not allow you to move on more than anything else. Yeah, totally. Because that's you looking back and regrets and, you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda. And it's like, you can't, that's not how it goes. Yeah. You can't undo it. So I think owning that, like taking, let's look at the things you learn from the relationship. Mm-hmm. You learn that people generally don't go back from the thing that they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. When sh- when someone shows you who they are at first, like believe them the first time. You know believe that saying, like, like and yeah. my Angelou. Yeah. So like this guy said to you, I can't, 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 and then came back because it was comfortable. Mm-hmm. Familiarity, it feels so good, but and, it keeps you trapped. Yeah. And, Have you ever been in a situation with a guy like this? Yeah. Oh, totally. Like I've had this director guy. Like it was off and on for like two years, and it was so bad, and it wasn't enabling me to like live my life in New York and mm. move forward to healthier things because it was very unhealthy. And and I will say, like, every day that you don't contact this guy or are farther away from it, it's like just a step in the right direction. And so yeah. the last time I spoke to the director or last time I saw him was September and then we were still talking and he wanted to see me. And I was like, if I've gone this long, 
I'm not seeing you again. Like, yeah. I can't disrupt my progress. Like, I'm progressing forward. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene from uh, Mad Men. I forget if, if it's, like, season one or season two. But Don Draper says to his, like, brother who shows up, you know, like, he's, like, uh, something along the lines of, like, I'm a one-way train. The only way I go is forward. Mm. And I just think about that a lot. Like, it's so tempting to dwell in, like, oh, but it was so fun before. No, I mean, there's so much yeah. baggage back there. There's so many hurt feelings. I think this guy sounds like he was very insensitive to her. Like, just move forward. There is a better dude out there who will look at your funny stuff and be like, yeah, look at that meme or whatever. Sure, and and it's you have taste now. Mm-hmm. Take the things you learned from him that you liked, didn't like. That's your taste. Yeah. Also, let me tell you this right now about this guy. He never saw it as a long-term option. He never saw it as more than just the girl to get him to the next girl. Yeah. And I know that's a harsh thing to hear, um, but anytime someone's like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, that's not how progressions of relationships work. It doesn't start with, it, it starts with attraction, and then it starts with mental attraction, then it goes to, and then it, and it moves on to like, you know, then you keep moving up the hill. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, someone stops on a part of that hill and is like, ah, don't think I'm gonna climb anymore. Yeah, and everyone climbs the hill. Everyone seems to get married. Everyone seems to go like that way. So mm-hmm. why can't this guy? He's mm-hmm. not better than anyone else. He's not different. He's not socially, and you know we're not that far away from each other. Yeah, maybe should commitment issues. Go fuck yourself. Oh, I mean, my sister it seems like give, an excuse. Oh, it's such an excuse. Like, and whenever people say like, oh, you know, we're kind of in a gray area or mixed signals. There's no like gray area mixed signals. He doesn't like you. And it's yeah, so or, hard. But, uh, but also it's hard because he doesn't like you enough. Yeah, yeah, You know, exactly. he likes you, but now he doesn't like you. You yes. know, it's like, I, I, you know, and I've been that guy. Yeah. Where I'm sitting with someone, I'm like, I don't know what it is, but I just, I, I don't have the energy to drive up the hill anymore. Yeah. And sometimes it's just timing. It's like what's happening in your life. And so maybe five years from now, I mean, and I think it has to be dramatically different timing. I'm not talking a month from now. I'm yeah. talking like down the road, maybe there is a chance for redemption here, but... Right now, yeah, it just seems like don't let this guy hold you back anymore. But I also think don't hate him. I think hating mm-hmm. him really puts you in a position where it's like then because with hate comes love. Yeah. You know, you're going to feel however strongly you feel on one side, you're going to feel on the other side. Mm-hmm. So, And I've had that where I'm like, oh, I'm like, like, I'll have like incredible lust for certain women that I've been with, like a lust. And then I'll be like, and then I'll, I'll get the lust out of my system and then I'll be like, I don't want to be with this person at all. There's yeah. no medium. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of relationships are just medium. Mm-hmm. So if you look back on this and you're like, and now it, it, I try to take the lust out of it. I look back at this person and I go, that was great. I had fun. I need it. Like it was, but it wasn't the, you know, it wasn't the best. And yeah. you try to let go of these things. So if you're looking back and be like, Peter Pan fucking ruined my life, then you think there's another side of that. There's a reverse to that. That's, mm-hmm. well, maybe Peter Pan's who could have, is the one that's going to make my life. Yeah, yeah. Which is giving him <laughs> so much power. Yeah, so and I think if you, like, I would think back to every time he looked at you and goes, yeah, I just want to be friends. Nah, that was him lying to you. Yeah. Every time he says friends, just say, that was him saying, I see I could do better than you. Yeah. And, and that's not to say you're not great or good or you're not going to be the best for someone else. Oh, yeah. But it just was for him. Exactly, because you should be with a guy who makes you feel awesome, who doesn't make you feel like, oh, some backup. Oh, you're here. Okay, I got, you know, like, no, there's a better dude out there who, yeah, well, like, and you can start fresh. Starting fresh with someone new it's is fun. so wonderful. Interesting, yeah. fun. And listen, it's not going to happen right away. 
Mm-hmm. She, she's looking for just easy answers. She's like, oh, I should be better now. No, no, it takes time. No, yeah, it just takes time. And yeah, and just keep reminding yourself that like, you know, what he's doing with his life, it doesn't matter to you. You don't have to figure anything out. Sure. All you got to do is be happy, live your life, stay busy. The other thing we have to remember, how hard it is to end something. Mm-hmm. Respect the energy someone had to end something. They took the time and the effort to go through a very difficult process of telling someone that they like that they don't like them that much. Mm-hmm. So for him to go look at you after a trip and after all this stuff and all this family time and then go, oh, we should just be friends, I'm not ready. That took more energy than you want. That wasn't just a flippant thing. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Selena Kopic at Selena Kopic on Twitter and Instagram. Seen better days. That is the album also bridezilla's the podcast it's a partnership to the show so if you watch the show fucking subscribe bromal advice hmm dearest j train imagine a peacock twerking approximately five feet away feathering now my question you previously taught us how to master the bachelor party eight buddies and i are going to nola for a bachelor party with five of us being signal we obviously aren't opposed to hookups on the trip but fun for the bachelor is our main goal that will attract groups of women as is you've harped on that my question is what's the best way to handle a group of chicks coming around while making sure we don't lose the main focus of the trip Mm. what oh this is an interesting question so basically it's Eight dudes on a bachelor party, five are single. His biggest concern is you have five single animals. Mm-hmm. They're going to go, fuck that guy getting married. Yeah. I'm a Nola to get fucked. Yeah. Which is their right. Yeah, but really nice of this guy to actually be thinking about Love this. Love the question because yeah. uh, bachelor and bachelorette parties have been taken down for less. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is Truly. And I mean, yeah, because you never know what different people are going in it for, you know? Totally. So. And, and uh, yeah, absolutely. Everyone, but you can pretty much rest assured that the five single dudes are packing a condom or two. Yeah, yeah. So you have to keep, so let's think of incentives wise. Okay, yeah. what are the incentives? Food, fuck, sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay, these are all <laughs> things that men and women want to do. Mm-hmm. So we have to revolve the trip mm-hmm. around food, fuck, sleep. Smart. Okay, what do you think? What's the best bachelorette party you've been on? Do you have any uh, bachelorette party advice yeah, for well, this person to keep it keep it together? I think it's a really good question because I've been to a lot of bachelorette parties where, yeah, like we kind of ended up, I mean, often you end up with like high school friends versus college friends, fist, like fight, you know? Sure, it's a Standard, little bit of a weirdness. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but yeah, then sometimes you do end up with kind of a split of like, oh, are you guys going to another bar with this group of dudes? Like, mm. uh, aren't we all supposed to be here for Katie or sure. whatever it is? Um, but the number eight, Great number for a bachelor. Mm-hmm. Party. That's good. Not too big. Not which too is great, big. But good. big enough that you people know people can kind of get out. People exactly. can go their separate ways. Also, you got three guys in relationships, mm-hmm. so good. that's good too because yeah. he will always have the the guys who, don't, who aren't fucking. Yeah, who are like keeping it clean, pretty much. Who are just drinking hard, probably having a good time, and they're they're gonna be his like right arm, left arm. You know, yeah. that's good too. So yeah. those numbers work out for a fun time. Yeah, I Where, wonder. I mean. Is this a totally lame suggestion, but like, would it be worth sending an email or a group text thing just like, you know, mapping this out of like, hey, could we set some, you know, just heads up? Let's all try that's, to be mindful. That's the you advice. Know? No, 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 that's the advice. But you do it via, you don't have to say it. Mm-hmm. You have to say it. Uh, you need, every bachelor party needs a leader. Mm-hmm. And this guy seems like the right person for the job. Yeah. 
okay? And he says, attract women as it is. You've hired, uh, you're going to be a fun group. Mm-hmm. I like, I've given this advice out personally, and I'll do it on the podcast as well. And I say this, let me first say, be safe. Yeah. This is, let me give a, a, a warning that what I'm going to offer as an idea is a be safe thing, okay? Be safe, obviously, keep the drinking intact. Booze doesn't make the good time. The good time comes from the people you booze with. So just be safe with all that shit because uh, I don't want to be someone being like, well, you told us to, yeah, you know, yeah. fuck a pig. And it's like, no, 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 I didn't <laughs> fucking say that. Um, I, I think every bachelor party needs an itinerary. Mm-hmm. If you don't have an itinerary going in with tentpole events mm-hmm. that everyone has to be at, mm-hmm. then you've not had a bachelor party at all. Yeah. You've done a disservice to the trip. You haven't planned out enough. That means you didn't have enough energy for the friend that you're trying to take care of. So you should have a dinner every night that everyone has to be at. Mm-hmm. You have different events, whether it's you know paintballing or something that the group does together, but they have to be big enough events that everyone's going to want to go to, Top Golf, all these things that exist around the country. And they need to be planned ahead of time mm-hmm. that if you're not there, you're a dick. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's without saying. Mm-hmm. These are the things we're doing. We agreed upon it before. We got this brunch on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We got this Top Golf Saturday afternoon. We're doing this dinner. Uh, then we're doing, and even in the itinerary, it should say, Free everyone off on their own. Yeah. So Bourbon Street. That's a thing. Okay, we're all going to Bourbon Street. Then have, and these are, the, I don't think any itinerary needs to be a million events. It mm-hmm, just needs yeah. to be tent poles. Yes, exactly. Big yeah. ones. Because the overscheduled is, it's ex- that's too much. It's exhausting. If yes. it's like every single thing uh, and no room for error or what if we get delayed here or we're having a good time here and we want to stay here, you know. like That's a big deal. So one big dinner, one big brunch, yeah. one big event. Those are the three things that should happen on a bachelor party weekend. Also, get the bachelor a king crown and cape and a scepter. Oh. <laughs> this is a fun thing, okay? Like a, a ridiculous king outfit. That's cute. Okay? It's what that is because your buddy's getting married. Um, it's a safe haven for women. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that guy's taken. We can talk to him. Exactly. He's not trying to fuck us. Yeah, and it draws like good attention to him. Good attention but to yeah, him. But yeah, makes the whole group seem sort of safe, especially him and then the three other guys who aren't trying to and, fuck. You know? Totally, and it also allows everyone to know like who's this is for. Exactly, because I think it's just nice to have the total focus and attention be on the guy, you know, and like everyone yes. else is sort of just supporting players. Then you should play Bachelor Party Bingo. And what oh. Bachelor Party Bingo is, you take a bingo board, okay, and you fill it with different tasks, okay? They can be easy. They can be hard. It, one could be make out on the dance floor. That's your B. But B has, a you know, the column and rows. So B will have different tasks. I will have different tasks and G-O, okay? And it will be fun because all it could be, you know, Take a certain type of shot. Take a shot with a girl. Be with it. It could be as mm-hmm. crazy or ridiculous as your group would like it to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what to put on the board, but it's going to be fun to hear guys from your group yell bingo mm-hmm. along the weekend. Mm-hmm. And and, it, and some could be sexual. Some could be drinking. Some could be just plain Seeing old weird. sights in New Orleans. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. Bachelor, bachelorette party bingo is kind of the thread that keeps you together throughout the whole trip. Mm-hmm. So then you want your friends to see you 
make out with the chick on the dance. You know, the group is cheering for the bar make out mm-hmm. because that's a bingo item. You know, yeah. like then now you're rooting for each other. Now the single guy and the married guy or the guy who's getting married, we're all on the same team mm-hmm. of me meeting chicks and, and you know, yeah. okay, you know, lay on the floor and cuddle with a girl on a dance floor. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that's like innocent enough, but also ridiculous. Are mm-hmm. you guys cuddling? Is he inside spoon? <laughs> be the inside spoon on the dance floor. <laughs> and then like now you have, okay, you should have seen Jared trying to be the inside spoon with this chick. She had no idea what he was asking for. Then she was yeah. like, okay, cool. Now they're sitting on the ground of a New Orleans of fucking gross bar. Like, <laughs> you know, now, now the stories become what they will. But yeah. this is kind of the thing. Like, I don't like, strip clubs for bachelor parties i think that i think they're divisive to the group i don't think that they're mm-hmm. fun I, yeah. I they're not like you're just sitting there like and, and listen there's gonna be one guy in the bachelor party that's like needs to go to a strip club maybe that's the guy getting married if that's the case then that's maybe one of your tent pole events so mm-hmm. you're gonna go to a specific ones and you're gonna get a hundred dollars in ones because everyone venmoed you money and now you guys are spraying ones everywhere that's a more that's fun, fun experience yeah what I'm saying is the harder you get out in front of this with organization, the yeah. better the time will be. And don't be too married to too many events. Yeah, yeah. Three at a maximum. Yeah, like and be willing to be flexible. Also, maybe be mindful of the hotel room assignments and who's crashing where. Like sure. just... I don't know. I mean, because I don't know if you would bring girls back to the hotel. I mean, to make sure everybody Married has... guys should be with two relationship guys. That was, yeah. That's one room. Exactly. Yeah, that's one room. And then make he sure everybody has their own key. Everybody got their own key. Totally. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Selena, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much, Jared. This was so fun. So much fun. Thank you for being here. All of you need to follow Selena on Twitter and Instagram. At Selena Kopic on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow her. Support her. So funny. Bridezilla's the podcast. Seen Better Days. That's the album. Go check it out. Shelby, thank you for popping in. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on all platforms. I'm Jared Freed. JTrain56 on Twitter. JTrain56 on Snapchat. At Jared Freed on Instagram. At Jared Freed on Facebook. We'll be back next episode. Boom.